With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. everyone and welcome to on the turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on on stitcher or switcher or whatever it might be thanks for joining us we've been away for the last couple of weeks a bit of a mini covid break for us we've been in isolation for 14 days but we're out of it now and all back and ready to talk wrestling again Walshie, lyle hello gentlemen very good, eh, Tony? I thought we had a break because we were waiting for Lyle's guest. I was, uh, I, I was going to say that, Tony. Uh, you were very uh, kind to me, mate. Tell it what it is. Lyle was uh, put yeah, on no, Lyle actually, the guest Lutely. duties. And, uh, you know, as you can see, no show for, you know, three weeks. Well, I delivered. Yeah. So I got us a break, Tony. And probably like they don't have Zoom in Hawaii. I um, <laughs> took it upon myself to get us a guest for this week. And it's a great guest too. We'll uh, introduce her very, very shortly. But our last show, boys, we spoke to Michael Chavello about his book and what a great uh, wrestling fan he is. Yeah, yeah I really, gotta... um, I'm not a huge MMA guy, so I didn't know a lot about Michael and his career before that interview. And I really got a lot out of it. And I think anyone who hasn't heard that show, go back and listen to it because um, even as a wrestling fan, um, I think you're going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. And, Michael's currently uh, in Singapore at the moment, uh, quarantining as he uh, gets ready to call some uh, action over there live. So uh, good luck to him. My yeah, book got delivered talk. this week too, Tony. So Sorry, I'm looking to get... My book got delivered uh, this oh, week. fantastic. Yes, I'll so you know you wrote my book. Stuck. Did you write No, no, not my, not my own personal book. Uh, Michael's good night, book. Irene. Yes, good night, Irene. So I'm really looking to get stuck into that over the. Oh, that, so might, that means mine so won't be too far book, away. So Michael's book arrived. Yes, Michael. Michael's. Yeah, my copy of Michael's book arrived. I was going to so, say yeah. you can barely write your name. No, no, I've got um, auto correct on my phone, so we're good. That dragon, way. dragon dictation. <laughs> Would you like an autograph, mate? Oh yeah, of course, Tony. Yeah, okay, not from you. Next time I see you, you, I'll make sure I bring a pen. <laughs> we can we can can we see each other now like singly is 25 k's how no, far are you I guys away from me we see other people long yeah okay no, it's enough. a lot better for all of us talking about tony we saw each other last week oh she must have to tell long did we did we what happened did you, you weren't invited up? long no oh. that's right oh that's a shame we had a we had a coffee oh that's nice did you, was yeah. it a good coffee? Oh, well, 
well, it works yeah, out company, that mate, it works out that if he goes five k's from his, if he goes five k's from his house and I go five k's from my house, a coffee ah, shop is right in the middle. I like mm. that loophole. That's a good. We one. have to stand at opposite ends of the door. I think because exactly. we're not quite. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> with the yell across the road. To oh, that, that's okay. You guys can yell. That's fine. Let's introduce our guest, gentlemen. She is a rising star in the world of Australian wrestling. There's no doubt about it. Maybe her star has even risen because she's had a fantastic last couple of years. She's won four of RB4K. Would you please welcome to the show, Aisha? Good day, Aisha. How are you? I'm good, thanks. You guys all right? Yeah, I think we're doing okay, boys. I won't speak on your behalf. I'm good. I'm good. We've got a, one of my favourite people in Australian wrestling as our guest, and I think it's a it's a good day. Yeah. It is a great day. Lyle, you're okay. Yeah, going good, mate. We're you know the easings of the restrictions, and maybe there's some light at the end of the tunnel. We might get some uh, wrestling in the new year, hopefully. We hope we do. How have you been missing it, Asia? Has it been a very weird 2020, as it has for all of us, but even more so for the fact that you don't get to do what you love. Yeah. Um... It's been really strange. Um, obviously, never had. Well, I've never had like a break from wrestling since I started. So this has been like really weird, especially because I've been like I'm pretty much wrestling every weekend. So just having that pretty much like stopped. It's really weird to me. And yeah, <laughs> has it been good for the body a little bit to not take a I, bump? For yeah, I definitely say that. Yeah, no, nah, it's been really good. Um, I, like I can't, I can't imagine like the first bump back. That's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be like the first like bump that I took. Like I remember the first bump I took when I started training. Like my neck was sore, so I'm just waiting for that feeling to like come back when I take that first bump. And what's it um, gonna be like getting back in once training opens up and getting back around the team and the team environment? Is is that something you miss also, other than obviously the live wrestling? Yeah, definitely. Um, because like my friend's circle is like mostly people from wrestling so like I've missed everyone and like I'm so used to seeing all those guys every single week so it would definitely be like great like to finally see them but like I'm guessing like we'll have like no contact for a while like the first time we have trained so that's going to be really weird um and because like I haven't like taken these bumps I haven't been trained all this time it's definitely I'm definitely going to struggle a bit but um yeah we'll just slowly like get there and get back to where I was and getting back and with you your were, boys in the rebellion. That's uh, that'll be special. <laughs> yeah, RB four K. Yeah, we still got stuff we need to do. Um, we haven't reached our full potential. What we were going to do for PCW? You your last show before um, the first COVID shutdown, which was the last wrestling show I think in Victoria, was mm-hmm. um, Grand Slam. Yeah. So walk us through Grand Slam two. Okay, um, so we knew we had Gransom, obviously. Um, like, I think we've had, like, we've had a plan for, like, obviously a while since, like, last year. We knew we were going to do it again. And then suddenly, obviously, we started hearing, like, this whole thing about coronavirus, like, starting to, like, like, obviously in China and then, like, cases happening in Australia and just, yeah. Um, so it was really nerve, like, nerve-wracking because we're, like, can like is this still going to be a possibility especially because that weekend that weekend was when they announced um they're going to stop um gatherings for over 500 so there was actually a point that we were going to like cut off that show but um 
Luckily, yeah. Um, I think they said that was going to be in place on Monday and our show was on Saturday. So like we can like fit this in. But of course, like we knew we knew there was like a risk um, still having the show on. So we made sure to have like everyone wash. I think everyone had to wash their hands when they came in and they had hand sanitizers around and encourage people to like stand like uh, to sit like a distance away from each other, like have a gap. Um, but yeah, it was like the last time that we could have like a fun weekend essentially. And that's how we saw it. Like we knew this was going like, we knew there was going to be tough times ahead. So we took this as an opportunity to to have fun ourselves as wrestlers and to entertain the fans. Cause we knew that this may like be the last time in a while, which it is for them to see wrestling live. So, yeah. And it was incredibly like PCW, obviously a calculated risk because um, a big crowd, you knew what was coming uh, with COVID. Um, and we didn't know about COVID, what we know now. Yeah, um, and I feel like you guys did a really good job of implementing the the distancing and implementing the hand-washing stations and the um, hand sanitizers before it became commonplace everywhere in society. Hmm. Yeah, it was like we had to think like fast as well with that too. What, what- now... Um, Go long. Yeah. What What was the thoughts backstage? Were you thinking wrestling was just going away for a couple of weeks and it turned into six, seven, eight, nine months? It was- yeah, essentially. Like we thought it was going to be just something that would be over within like a couple months, especially because like training did come back for like a couple weeks as well. So, and we also did like, like I think we had that lockdown. Then there was like that when things opened again and we did have shows planned. So, um, yeah, it's pretty much caught us all by surprise how long we've had to, like, not be able to wrestle for. We've seen, and, with, we've seen with a lot of sports around at the moment that a lot of things will change in sport just due to the, the, the fact that COVID-19 has made people become more streamlined. And I think people have realised that that's probably not a bad place to be. Do you think there'll be much change in wrestling backstage and the like due to what we've seen in the last six to nine months? Um, like in terms of like, because it's like COVID. Like, yeah, yeah. Do you think COVID will change anything wrestling wise? Like it will, yeah, one big no, thing is going to probably change is handshaking. Yeah. Just going to yeah. say that. Yeah. Um, even like, even the past couple of times, like even at Grand Slam, we weren't sh- like, I did handshake a couple of people, but there was some like we did, like did the fucking, um, sorry, I didn't mean to swear. Um, <laughs> the a, elbow bump. Right, we do. Yeah. Um, and also we did the tapings for the wrestling show we like did elbow bumps but yeah it was really weird when like we came back for a little bit we didn't know what to do so that's going to be a big one um can and i just I guess... say about the elbow bump while you're talking yeah. there, and i don't think i've ever said this i've always <laughs> questioned the elbow bump as being a valid thing for covid we're always told to cough into our elbow yeah yeah your elbow <laughs> though there's two sides of the elbow so... <laughs> <laughs> No one can cough on the outside of their elbow, can yeah, they? Yeah, I don't think it's, it's good. I don't think anyone does that. <laughs> Sorry, Aisha. <laughs> um, you mentioned to me the other day that it's been two, basically two years almost of the day since the first time you did our podcast. Yeah, um, I can't quite believe that. It was a much hotter day that day than what it is today. Uh, mm. But um, you've done so much in the time since. Like when you did our podcast the first time basically the next weekend I was at a PCW show and you were sitting in the crowd um do you want to talk a little bit about your growth over the last two years 
Uh, yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, like as you said, like I was sitting in the crowd, and that was basically what I was doing for a lot of the shows, just because like they didn't have much for me. Like I was the only like female that was like wrestling there consistently, and they had me on the slam shows, like wrestling the guys and just experimenting with intergender wrestling, because that was something that wasn't happening at PCW beforehand. Um, so yeah, um, but then I joined RB4K, something that I did know about for maybe over a year. And that pretty much changed my career from that point. Um, just like everything about me changed. Like I made sure to change my complete look. Like I had, um, I used to wrestle in like tights, I had kick pads, and then I changed into wearing shorts and like boots, I changed my hair, put like these buns there. Um, and just like my wrestling changed as well. So I just, it was like a new fresh start for me. Um, and yeah, we've, I've done a lot since then. Um, I um, won the PCW Tag Team Championships with um, Sammy Falcon. Um, I started to branch out a bit because that was something that I really wanted to do last year. Um, and yeah, there's just a lot that I've done like Grand Slam, like First of all, like obviously back then I didn't know Grandson was happening. And then when I heard like, and when I heard it was announced, like I had no idea that I'd be in such a big spot, like the main event, even if that was something that was given to us like last minute, still nothing I would have imagined back then when I like was doing like a po this podcast like two years ago, like, yeah, everything's just like, I didn't expect any of this. So yeah, it's been, um, it's been really interesting. Well, I'll tell you what we did, because I remember when you came in, well, she said she is going to be a star, that girl. <laughs> I can honestly say that with my hand on my heart, and you have turned into one. The, the changes that you mentioned in regards to your costume, your wrestling, your persona, were yeah. they changes that needed to be made? Were they necessitated due to the RB4K uh, join, or was that something that you just felt the opportunity due to the fresh start to take that opportunity to do it then? It was a bit of both. Like I want to look like I belonged in RB4K. Like I wasn't just an accessory. Like I made sure to get gear to like fit the vibe that they have as well. Um, and I just want, I just didn't like the way that my presentation at like back then, like it was, I don't know. It didn't, it wasn't as polished as I want to be. So I took that opportunity. Like, obviously I wasn't going to make those changes before I joined RB4K. I waited until I joined RB4K to make those changes so that like they saw like a completely new A-show that they've like never seen before. And just on that, has the last six months and your time at home sitting around thinking about <laughs> your wrestling and not doing it, have you had yeah. time to maybe even tweak those changes even further? Will we see a little bit of a different A-show when we see you again next year? Maybe, yeah. Um, I've I have like a notebook in my bed that like I always think of ideas when I'm about to go to sleep, which is like the worst time to think of ideas. But I make sure to like make notes, like even if it's the dumbest things, it might be a good idea in the future. Um, I'm actually a really big fan of technical wrestling, and I was trying to develop that a bit um, before like COVID came. But um, yeah, I've been just studying a lot of tapes, um, just and making notes about it. And as soon as I'm able to get in the ring, I'm going to like try those things out. And my wrestling is going to transform even more from that. Um, I was talking to Mikey J the other day and your name came up. Um, mm -hmm. And we're talking about how for such a young performer, you have the character of Aisha, the evil badass Aisha. <laughs> yeah. So down. Um, 
is it come natural to you or is it something you've really had to work at? Oh, absolutely not. Um, I'm a very, very shy person um, ever since I was little. And I'm sure like, you know, Brett, we have conversations and I'm always like, oh, he probably thinks I'm like really shy and awkward. Cause like, I don't know. I'm just, I've always been like that. I've always been really shy. And like I, the first ever promo that I did, I cried because I was just terrified and I, I still get nervous about it. But um, I think I've just like, I've worked on it and I've, I like, I do freak out every single time I have to do a promo. I have to do something character wise, but because it's such a weakness of mine, I put in even more effort to like do well in it. And like, when I do hear feedback that like my character work is really like good, that makes me feel like really good about myself because it's something that's I really, really struggle with. It's not just the promos though. It's the character work um, while you're waiting for your opponent to get to the ring. Mm. When you're just standing outside the ring, it's the really little things that, that add up in my opinion. Yeah. Can I just say, Brett, that that was just a beautiful way of saying, you naturally a bitch. Okay. <laughs> no no I, I know i mean i've had many conversations with Asher at shows and i know that she's shy and i know that um the character is so far removed from from the person that we speak to and i it was my way of getting Asia to talk about it yeah, um, noticed, the other thing i've noticed too and, and people won't be able to see this because it's a podcast but we're fortunate that we're doing this on zoom so we have video going you're living the character that much you're actually drinking green drink <laughs> yeah um it's just a drink to have you know <laughs> calm my nerves um you spoke about branching out and we'll talk about some of the places that you have wrestled over the last mm -hmm. year and a half two years and i know you um had a trip up to sydney for a show um yeah. do you want to talk about it was with future wasn't it oh it was with wrestling go Oh, so we won't mention the yeah. promotion, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> the, sure about that, but yeah. yeah. But we'll talk about the, the opportunity to go to Sydney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I actually did look back at that match like last night and realized it was almost a year. Like that was terrifying. Like I, in my head, it was something that happened six months ago. But yeah, basically, um, had that opportunity. That was really fun. I wrestled Azalea. Um, she was really fun to work with and it was nice to meet like all these like women that I've like never met before just because I've mostly been like stuck in one place um, especially women that I do look up to um, but yeah it was really fun um, I got like as you guys like like you guys we mentioned like about the character work I got really good feedback on my character work as well um, it was actually really funny at that show because like with me branching out, like it's it kind of, it started steamrolling a bit. So at that show, I got a message from BCW asking like saying that they want to book me. So that was like cool as well. Um, yeah. And you had a lot of matches with Vixen over the last twelve yeah. months, um, including at BCW. Mm -hmm. And uh, what is it about working with Vixen where you two seem to get the best matches out of each other? I really enjoyed every time oh, we worked thank together. You. Um, I don't know it's just she's like she's been in this for a really long time and she's just she's so helpful and she's so giving and she's like willing to pretty much like let me have my moments and stuff like that so like I'm not afraid to like give my ideas for, for a match and be like hey we should do this let's try this and we try and make it better each time so I think it's the fact that I'm just really comfortable with her so like that I that we do gel so well.
Yeah, and there's also the the difference in styles allows you to do a lot of different things as well. Yeah, definitely. We always try to fit a German in there because she can just throw me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's the funny thing about it, actually, the fact that you do get on so well with her is that you are such different people. Yeah. <laughs> and the pop when you won that match at BCW as well, it was a, it was a, you had a pretty good pop. Yeah, that was insane. Like, even the, like, even, I think Erica and Water were in the back and they were just looked at each other and, like, did you hear that? And, like, yeah, when I heard it too, I was like, what what's going on? Like, I was, yeah. <laughs> just be happy. It means you're over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a tough crowd, tough crowd to get over with as well. Mm, definitely. It's a tough crowd, yeah. that one. Um. If these two aren't going to keep, I'll keep asking questions if you two aren't going to. Um, when you first started out at PCW, um, basically you worked against Indy Hartwell every week. Yeah. What's it like to see where she's at right now? It's incredible. Like, um, I think we all had a feeling that she'd end up there. She, like, she kind of, like, has it in terms of, like, her looks and, like, just her presence as well, I guess. Um, so I think we kind of knew that was going to happen um but yeah I'm like really proud of her because I've pretty much I've seen I was I don't think I was there for a debut match but she had like a little segment leading up to it so I saw that happen and just seeing like her transformation over time has been incredible and like I'm incredibly proud of her like we had this inside joke that like she was my mom and I was her daughter so I guess I'm kind of like proud of my mom (laughs) (laughs) she's not do you see the similarities to where Indy was three or four years ago to where you are now. Like, well, she mentioned before the little things that you pick up on uh, outside the ring or waiting for your opponent to come to the ring, which Indy has always been great at. Yeah. You know, always being on char- in character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's something I say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that we, when you wrestled uh, your first match for MCW, which was at the girl show at yeah. um, Evie's, and what was it like, firstly, to, to get the call that you were going to be working that show? Um, it, actually, funny story. So um, I kind of got that booking by messaging Mikey, but that was because I think you guys had Mikey on this show. And I listened to it because I actually do listen like to like your guys' podcasts because like, I like just hearing what's going on and stuff like that. And then he said something about how, like, um, if you're interested with working with us, like message us because like they're not particularly looking for anyone. So I saw that as like, yeah, that's something I should do. And then I had a friend message me saying, hey, um, Mikey's booking the girl show. You should like message him. So that as well encouraged me to do it. So I hit him the message. He gave me the thumbs up to be on the show. And um, yeah, I was really excited. I was ecstatic, but I was really nervous messaging him and stuff like that. But yeah, it's it was yeah, it was great. <laughs> Well, I'm absolutely and- ecstatic because we've finally found who our one listener is. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and they got a booking, like, so we're like going to take credit for that. people's stories. Like, it's, it's interesting to me. Um, and you, you were kind of fortunate that night because you worked with um, a wrestler who you've worked with quite a fair bit. Yeah. But um, it was your first singles match that you'd had with Erica. Is that right? Yes. Every match that we've had have been, like, tagged matches mainly like six men's because of like the rivalry between rb4k and brotherhood so that was really good for us to actually like have that one-on-one and like put in a really cool match 
yeah, and the familiarity of um, being able to pitch ideas to each other. Yep. Well, we were there when you were putting that match together and mm. um, I could see how excited you both were to be working yeah. together. Yeah, no, no, she's she's amazing. She's a great girl. What, what's it like, yeah, wrestling? Because that's a very different crowd again compared to PCW yeah. or BCW. It's not 100% a wrestling crowd. Mm. Uh, it's a great little venue as well. Uh, what was the whole experience like? Um, It was really interesting. Just everything about it, like, like you said, the venue, completely different. The crowd, especially the venue because of how small it was. Um, so, like, even making my entrance was kind of weird. Like, I didn't know what when I should be coming out, what I should be doing. Um, I was, like, kind of confused on how the ropes were, like, set out because there's, like, walls and, like, railings. And I'm like, where do I go? Like, I I did have a, like, awkward moment in my entrance and stuff. Um, but, yeah, it, um, it was really fun. Um, and again, like the opportunity to like, like the wrestling go, um, go show in Sydney. Um, it was good to like be with those girls again and just like watch them as well. And just like take a little bit from them as well. Cause they're also like talented. Um, another big show that you did was the charity show at the baseball stadium. Yeah. Um, where you were involved in, you had your match, but then you're also ringside in the main event. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that day like to be a part of? That was maybe one of the most like f- funnest days I've had wrestling. Like it, it was just like good energy and good vibes from everyone. We were just all happy to be there. Um, especially it was going towards a good cause. And it was like interesting working in the baseball stadium as well. And just, we had like fun little segments going on throughout the day. It was, it was really cool. It was really interesting. And again, I got to wrestle um, Avery, Aria and um and Chanel Phoenix um and those were girls that I haven't wrestled either so it was also a good opportunity to like have new opponents and even just like meeting new people obviously like continuing branching out yeah and a fun little match where you all got to have your little spots yeah um, (laughs) it was a bit messy but it was fun but uh, working with Avery must be good she's she's a really good worker yeah she's really good yeah unfinished business at PCW still a lot to do for you and the boys definitely um so Carl's obviously president so he's obviously going to run with that as long as possible we're here to stay here to own the place um Sammy's got his shot at the national championship definitely going to try get back from Mark Cage after he stole it from Ryan Rapid um so yeah there's a lot for us to still do and you had um Sammy had the match where he had it was a pick your poison match where he could choose his own weapon. Am I right? Mm-hmm. And he chose yeah. an interesting weapon for that match, didn't he? Yes, he did. I was his weapon. <laughs> <laughs> That's creative. In the most non-objectifying way. Um, but yeah, um, he called me out. Obviously, I was the best pick. Um, and yeah, that was a really fun match. Um, I actually found out about that maybe like it's again like the first grand slam I found out about main eventing it the day before this match I found out maybe like four days ahead is, so... is Vince McMahon booking PCW <laughs> <laughs> so just things change you know um but yeah I wasn't really sure what was going on for me at Grand Slayer but no it was a really good opportunity yeah, it was, really it was fun. a it was actually really creative, um, yeah. and I thought it was um, it was really well done. Yeah. Um, now you, what do you? Now you mentioned. Sorry. There you, you go. You mentioned earlier that you're uh, um, 
getting back into some tapes to hone in on some skills or different move set when you finally allowed back into the ring. Are you yeah. just taking a lot from SmackDown 2002? <laughs> yeah, I've been um, binge watching a bit of that. Um, <laughs> Eddie Guerrero is actually a big person that I watch um, for tapes. Um, but I've been watching like a lot of old school stuff. I've been watching um, matches from Johnny Saint, a um, bit of Kyle Riley, like like older like um, like Ring of Honor and stuff like that. Um, yeah, just gathering as much as I can because yeah, it's all really interesting to me. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's great to see what guys were doing on the independents before mm. they got signed and see how yeah. crazy some of them were. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're a big video gamer. Yes. <laughs> uh, have you decided which uh, next generation console you're going with? PS5, definitely. I've been PlayStation my entire life. No, so, yeah, you. that's a given. Yeah. Have you already ordered yours? I haven't yet, no. Um yeah because <laughs> i normally um what the mistake i did with my ps4 is like i got launch like the launch one and like those issues with it like ejecting the disc or something like that so i kind of want to avoid that this time and maybe like wait a little bit but like i am planning to get it um what game uh should we all be playing at the moment um I mean, there's n- nothing new that's come out. I mean, everyone's playing like Among Us or like Fall Guys. So I've been playing that a little bit. Like they're just fun little games. Um, I'm so I mean, bad at Fall Guys. Yeah, I'm. I haven't got a win still, <laughs> and like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not good at it. Among Us, I'm not too bad at. I, I like lying to people and being sneaky. Super Get Mario Brothers. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wrong console, Tony. <laughs> can I just uh, can I just point this out right here? That's on my desk. Okay, yeah. That goes with that. Yeah. I'm yeah. playing Super so Mario Brothers all the time. Unless <laughs> it's got AFL, the AFL game on it with the out of bounds on the full guy. I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> Who, who's the best uh, video gamer in RB4K? Probably me. Like, yeah. I'd. Yeah, because like there's Sammy who's like really bad at technology. <laughs> <laughs> Carl, oh, Carl as well is really bad. Carl is really bad. Like, if you look at his Twitter, don't like. I'm scared he's gonna get at least he's got. One at least he's day. got Twitter. I'm, I'm scared. I'm. Oh my god. He, he's he tweets some weird stuff. I'm like, Carl, you need to delete that right now. Um, <laughs> I think probably a little bit, but I think I'm more of the game out of the group. Um, now. Talk to us about munchies. Munchies. Um, it's the yeah. greatest. Have food they given you free? Are they giving you free food yet? No, they're not. Um, but I, I don't want them to because I want to support local businesses. Um, the guy that owns it, it's a really cool guy. Um, he went to the same high school as me, and like, yeah, um, he does a lot for the community as well. So yeah, it's a really cool place with really good food and good vibes. So so tell us more about munchies. Where is it? Tony's now. Um, his ears it's in Barrick. Up. It's in Barrick in the southeast. Okay, cool. And what do they? What do they have? What sort of food? Um, they got like they change it up a little bit, but they'll have like mostly burgers, some wings, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, it, it does look food. It does it's really good. Like I post it all the time on my story, and like there's been so many people that's gone to Munchies because of me. It makes me so happy. 
they sh- they need to put the Asia burger or the Asia meal deal. Yeah, right. <laughs> because we would all travel across just to have it. Just to, yeah, legit. Yeah, be a social like, media sensation. One of the guys at PCW was thinking of breaking the five kilometer just to get go to Munchies. It's like I'm really, <laughs> I'm like, don't, don't. So like, in my, it's. Maybe worth it, but don't. What would be in the Asia meal deal? Um, I mean, they sell these steak rice balls. They don't do it as often, but those were like really good. Like they were really tasty. And a large fries and coke. Yeah, if I'm having a cheek day with like the burgers, <laughs> the, the burgers are really good. Beautiful. We'll have to go, Tony. Once uh, sounds good to me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, a little bit more when there's a PCW show on next. We'll uh, go a little bit earlier and have some dinner. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm sure. up for that. Hey, Aisha, we've got some questions on the internet from some of our uh, listeners who wanted to throw things your way. And on, Joel the Bateman. <laughs> on the internet? On the internet? Well, on the Facebook and on all our socials. Uh, Joel Bateman said, if you could swap wrestling ability with one person on the planet, who would it be? Um, I think maybe Not you, like... Joel. <laughs> I think maybe like a Zack Sabre Jr. Just as I said, I like technical wrestling. So just to have the ability to just do all these like like holds and just out of nowhere, like I don't know how he does it, but I would love to just be able to do that. Turn someone into a pretzel. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, Kevin Chiat on Twitter um, asked about your experience wrestling in the Philippines yeah. and post-COVID. What kind of links would you like to see develop between Australia and Southeast Asia? Um, it would definitely be great if there is like some sort of connection. Like I think Colour Cannons kind of developed a bit of a relationship with um, I think it's MYPW. My yeah, or, yeah, My Pro or whatever. Yeah, I think he's developed some sort of relationship. I guess it would be good to like develop that even more with like other southeastern countries, um, southeastern Asian countries. Um, yeah, because like when I went to Philippines, there were so many talented people there. Um, there's this girl, Crystal, she was really cool. It'd be like cool to maybe like bring her down here, maybe. Um, and yeah, like there's a lot of like great talented wrestlers there, so it'd be great to like have a bit of connection with them. Yeah, I've got one from Facebook from uh Jay Stevens. Where would you like to be as a wrestler in five years from now? Um Hmm. And this Hopefully is an interesting question because it's... you're obviously you, you're at university as well, so you're studying for a yeah. profession. Uh, it, does professional wrestling is that something that you would like to do, or is that yeah, always um, going to be a hobby? No, not a hobby. Um, it's definitely something that like I want to pursue as a career. Like I, I'm at uni because like obviously in a, like not saying I want to be stuck in Australia, but obviously like we still have like a shoot job. So, and I do like studying. I like learning. I am like book smart. So I think there's value in me doing like education is very valuable to me. Yeah. Um, but I do want to pursue like a proper career in wrestling, like go overseas, whether like I'm signed or not, like it'd be just nice to be like at least established and have like my, I have, I make a name in wrestling, I guess. Fantastic. Hmm. Um, we have a, Nikki Van Blair wants to know who would dare step up to the nasty girls. <laughs> um, I guess just anyone that can handle us, I guess. Um, so that's a friendship you made from your trip to Sydney. Yeah. 
<laughs> Nikki's definitely one of our favorites as well. Yeah, yeah, he's great. Um, but on a more serious note, Kevin Chad again. Um, is the Thornbury Theatre debut still um, your major goal for 2021 since it was so close but then mm. cancelled at the last minute? Um, right. Yeah, <laughs> that was really devastating. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely a goal to still do. Like, I've been wanting to be involved with MCW for quite a while now. Um, not in a way that's like burning bridges with like PCW, but like it's just me wanting to branch out and just make a name for myself at in Australian wrestling so that I can then like travel elsewhere and just keep like developing myself. Yeah. And also like you getting in front of more people, like I know exactly. it brings people back to, to PCW. Mm. Someone enjoys, enjoys your performance at um, BCW against Vixen. Maybe next week they travel to ignition to watch you wrestle again. It's, um, yeah. it's, it's not good even for both just, companies. Yeah. It's not even just like that too, but also just working with people who are trained differently from me, who have, like, um, there's only so much experience at PCW um, right now. Um, so even, like, there's people at MCW who've been wrestling for, like, m- like almost a decade and stuff. So, like, it'd be nice to, like, learn from them too. Yeah, fantastic. Well, Aisha, it's been great having you on two years, basically, to the yeah. day since we last had you on. So much has happened, and it's been great <laughs> to have a chat about that. And I promise you we won't leave it two years to the next time. Yeah. <laughs> Really you appreciate your you time. Want. Thank Just you. Message us. Thanks. <laughs> Aisha joining us here on the Turnbuckle. of On The Turnbuckle. Of course, On The Turnbuckle brought to you by the Australian Wrestling Network. What a fantastic innovation this is. Get onto the Australian Wrestling Network and just check out all the stuff from Australian wrestling videos for many years gone by and the like. There's some fantastic uh, reminiscing to be done via the Australian Wrestling Network. A lot of really good content there. Um, I lose a few hours a week definitely trawling through some of the old shows. So I would recommend I recommend a really good value way of watching some great Aussie graps. Yeah, value for money. It can't be beat in the Australian wrestling scene, that's for sure. No doubt about it. Hey, boys, hey, let's get into what's been happening in the world of wrestling. Just uh, before we do, yeah. um, good to see that our podcast is the catalyst for <laughs> Aisha's career. Yeah, there Renaissance. you go. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll take we take we take credit for Royce. We've got to take credit for Asia as well, don't we? That's well, right, one hundred percent. We do. No, yeah. they do the work, but we take the credit. I think that's the way this show needs to work. Yep. Ten percent of any future earnings, I think, should be coming out <laughs> <laughs> from both of them. <laughs> Let's have a chat yes. about New Japan Wrestling, boys. Uh, the G One is wrapped up, and my boy didn't win. Jack Jones no. Jr. Yeah. No, he didn't he didn't he didn't do that well. No, the old... no Tony. Unfortunately, you know he had some really you know, good matches. You know who else didn't do very well? Lyle in the tipping. Oh. Well, you know me I always uh I don't tip with logic, I tip with uh 
who my favorite wrestler is. So I'm one never be... one one night you lost to the coin toss. Well, can I say I'm sometimes I'm less than fifty percent. <laughs> Literally, Tony, the the coin toss one night got three or four winners, and Lyle got zero. Wow. Yeah, I got zero. I... You could have thrown a dart at the tipping board and scored yeah. higher than that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm just a wrestling fan. I'm not a I'm not looking at any matches logically and does it make sense? I just want to see good wrestling. And that's can you what tell the G me, can you tell me who the hell won? Oh yeah, Kota Ibushi, Tony. Oh, thank you. That's second year running, mate. Second year running. I thought you would have watched it. He beat <laughs> my the... man, Sonata. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, well, well I went on Sonata as well, so I should have just swapped it up. I think while well, she ended up beating me by about 17 points in the end. If New Japan so, was on KO, I'd watch it. Yeah, that's fair. I can't argue that, Tony. Everything else is on KO, so hey, you don't know too true. many streams. That's not true. Raw and SmackDown are on KO, and you don't watch that. Yeah, I do. Uh, are Raw and SmackDown on KO? Awesome. Are they on <laughs> KO? Hey, are they on? Yeah, not live. Are, are but they, they go on the next. Are day. they on? K- I didn't yeah, even you know. You can get them from Fox. Ah, that makes sense. Ko is Fox. Yeah, yeah. No, I know who owns it. I just didn't realize there was wrestling on yeah, there. That, that asshole Rupert owns it. Yeah, well, fair enough. Uh, but it was it, it, it was good. Sign the petition, a, everyone. Sign the petition. <laughs> it was a good a uh, tournament, Tony. It was really good to see New Japan back with uh, wrestling fans. Loudly clapping and not yelling, as they've been told, and they're respectful fans, not like um, not like me. Yeah, like Welshy when he gets drunk at a wrestling show and Cheers, passes Jay out him, passes out in my car on the way home most most Saturday nights from the Thornbury Theatre. Um, forces me to drive through the Hungry Jack's drive-through. Yeah, forces yeah. you. Well, I'm going to get something. As I well. get in, and your GPS is already plugged into it. <laughs> I've got to eat. I'm not going to eat uh, at a wrestling show. What am I going to get, Tim Sims? <laughs> You're not B West. Um, <laughs> get, uh, talk to me. What happened with Will Osprey? Oh, he turned on a Carter. What an arsehole. Uh, what an arsehole. What a great turn. B Priestley was there, which was good. Um, and the great O'Khan. You're drinking, you drinking Maduri, Tony. No, is that an illusion? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you're having a, having a drink out of a straw, Tony. You're having a Macca's thick shake or something. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Osprey looks like he's starting his own uh, own faction. Uh, so it should be interesting. Goon. Yeah, Osprey Goon. Uh, I know there's a there's a name for it. I think it's on the uh, New Japan Wrestling Card app. Bit of foreshadowing. Where does that leave? Where does that leave our boy Robbie Eagles? Well, I don't know. I don't know where that leaves him. Oh, surely he goes to the message. faction, does he? I'm, uh, I'm going to ask him. Well, you are. You're okay friends with him. You're okay friends with him. Can you send him a text now yeah. and let's see if we can get the answer I by can... the end of. I can't. All I can do is ask my partner to send his partner. <laughs> <laughs> can you do that? Well, I'm a fourth wheel. <laughs> hey, if, you wanna, if you're going to be a fourth wheel of someone, be fourth wheel of Robbie Eagles. That's not bad. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair enough. Yeah. Robbie Eagles isn't saying the same thing back. That oh, no, he's fu- furious. Does. He's like, of all the on the turnbuckle ones, I had to get that arsehole. <laughs> now, Indy Hartwell, gentlemen, uh, she's getting a lot of airtime on NXT, which is fantastic. 
yeah, she's just starting to get into some sort of a story with um, Candice LeRae. So um, they've gone with the Indies Rich, I think, gimmick because she uh, <laughs> bought Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano a TV <laughs> and just left it in their garage. And then last week she was out at ringside passing the brass knuck. So, um, yeah, I'll be interested to see where that goes because obviously uh, she's one of our favourites and we wish the best for her and want to see her get that opportunity to, to get some genuine airtime. Yeah, very good. And good good way to bring her in, doing the character work. And she's had some wins on TV, uh, you know, in the past and stuff. So she's still got some uh, money in the storyline. Brendan Vink didn't fleece her drive. I don't, I don't think Brendan got all of it. But um, no? yeah, well, okay, she, fair enough. she had enough for a big screen TV for the for the Garganos. <laughs> so um, the, the funny part of that, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, but Johnny Gargano is walking into his garage and Candace says Indy's name. He's like, why are you saying that idiot? That loser's name. And she's like, she bought us a TV. And he's like, oh, I always liked her. Like, good stuff. Uh, and can I just warn anyone out there in social media land that if you're going to take Indy on, don't. <laughs> yeah. She was ending people last week on Twitter. It was good. It was very nice. Did it doing it very well too. Uh, PWI releasing their list of the top 100 women's wrestlers for the past year and some Aussie names in there. And some there Aussie favourites. Well, number one was Bailey, which I don't think was a surprise to anybody after the year she's had. Um, but there was a number of Australians in there. Tony, do you have the list in front of you or not? No, I don't. That's going to do well, us a lot of good. Two seconds. Well, I, don't, I've got, I did. I've got the names. Oh, good, because I tweeted it, but I just didn't yeah. write it down. I've got the names. I don't. I don't have the official rankings, but I've got the the Aussie yeah, names. Just, just go with the names. Yeah. The, the rankings yeah. are unimportant. In, Indy, obviously. Uh, Charlie Evans, Jess Troy, uh, Shazza, Billy, uh, Peyton, Rhea Ripley, and Tony Storm. So, um, and a huge effort for the girls that aren't signed to WWE. To get in, which um, was Shazza, Charlie Evans, um, and Jess uh, Troy. Jess Troy, Troy, especially mostly doing it in Australia. That's a huge effort. Yeah. I I think if more eyes were on Jess Troy, she would be really high in that list. Um, Yeah, that's for sure. She get on the international circuit a little bit once COVID opens up. Uh, Indy Hartwell to be 83 is a nice ranking for her. Jessica Troy at 91 as I work my way up through the list. This is good radio. I think you keep Shazza McKenzie at 62. Yep. Excellent. Yeah, so um, congratulations to all those girls as well because um, wrestling hasn't, hasn't been a great deal of wrestling in Australia this year, so um, really good effort. You think, Sha- you think Shazza would have been a lot higher on the list if uh, all her bookings didn't fall through um, yes. in the US and being you know, COVID shut all the wrestling down? Yeah, she would have uh, she would have been on every show for WrestleMania weekend, uh, WrestleMania week, uh, like she well, has done in the past. So, I think more than 10% of the list was from Australia and New Zealand combined because there was three Kiwis on the list because... Um, Candy Lee made the list for the first time as well. Um, honorary Australian. Honorary Australian, former guest of on the turnbuckle. Um, and so did 
Bee Priestley and um, obviously Dakota Kai. So it was a huge showing from Australia and New Zealand. The 15th WWE draft was held a couple of uh, weeks ago on the 12th, I think it was, or the 9th of October, whatever it was. Uh, let's a couple of changes. I suppose the biggest name change was Seth Rollins, was it, from Raw to SmackDown? I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm not even across <laughs> who went which way and what. I, um, well, I'll give you some of the names. I still do this. Seth Rollins went from Raw to SmackDown. AJ Styles, SmackDown to Raw. Uh, Naomi, SmackDown to Raw. Uh, that was about it. There was a couple of The Miz and John Morrison went from SmackDown to Raw. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods, the same way. Yeah, um, you I wonder, think the like, biggest... didn't they? So, like, Seth Rollins got moved. But then everyone who's involved in his storyline got moved with him. So what's the point? Yeah. yeah. I think I think the only major thing that came out of it was splitting up the New Day. You know, Big E on one show, Xavier and Kofi on the other. Um, that actually has some ram- ramifications. But everything else, like moving a whole storyline to another show really... You know... It doesn't freshen the storyline or the show. No, and it, puts, it put holes in the draft... And the fact that we see these wrestlers chopping and changing on the shows throughout the year constantly that I think it really makes the draft null and void. AJ was on Raw like 13 weeks ago anyway. He got switched to SmackDown. Now he's been switched back. And the Fiend moving moving from SmackDown to Raw as well was another big one. Yeah, Bray Bray Wyatt swapping to the other. I like um I like Alexa Bliss and the Fiend. I think that's uh, at least a bit interesting to me. Is it good television? No the draft. Yeah, no, 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 it's not. No consequences. There's no. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's no logic it, to be behind the draft. To be honest, for me, the highlight of the draft would have been if NXT were involved and seeing seeing some some actual fresh faces move around now and there you go that's a great idea go to, go to nxt you and it'd be a third brand but um just we're on smackdown i think it's i think it's a, you said it's the 15th time it feels like it's the 15th time yeah yeah maybe it's stale. Maybe, maybe going forward you know because obviously they're gonna they're gonna want to do the draft again maybe they're raw and smackdown maybe have one or two picks from nxt so it's actually like a the draft of bringing up the young talent and maybe one or two yeah, uh, trades, trades from each main roster show yeah. and just keep it like that. And then you're bringing up young talent. So, Hey, SmackDown, they're trying to get a Johnny Gargano or whoever the main guy is on NXT at the time, you know, you can build the storyline up because he's the number one draft pick. And then into your show. Raw could have like this version of Adrian Dodoro from the Essendon Football Club, and like when all of the wrestlers on Raw want to leave, yeah, he's like asking for exorbitant. Like, what do you mean you want Xavier Woods? Well, that's that we want. Um, we want Drew McIntyre for Xavier Woods. Like really outlandish suggestions. Yeah, that'd be fun. And when, he, and when he gets to number one draft pick, he gets a um, he gets one of the enhancement talents off NXT. You know, <laughs> just sign him. It's yeah. like, well, he only works in Michigan when we go around the loop once. <laughs> Kona, Kona Reeves or something. 
Helena Sell is on this weekend, gentlemen. Uh, matches that have been announced: Roman Reigns with uh, up against Jay Uso, Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton, Bailey and Sasha Banks, and Jeff Hardy and Elias. Yeah, I, re- I really like the. Yeah, the look, Bailey I'm really excited about two matches. <laughs> yeah, go go live. No, that Bailey and Sasha just giving them um, more freedom to move the storyline, keep it going. I think they're, yeah, they're gonna um, they're gonna go all out for a Hell in a Cell match. That's for sure. Um, they'll be looking to steal the show. That's, um, yeah, they're probably the most interesting storyline, and it's been a really well told long story. Um, I'm really looking forward to Roman and um, Jey Uso as well. Um, I feel like they did a good enough job at the last pay per view that they've got my attention for the next one. So. I will really look forward to seeing that. Yeah. How's, how's Paul Heyman going to handle the uh, the ruthlessness of the Hell in the Cell? He barely got through Roman Reigns being so over the top, being a prick last match. He's um, yeah, He might struggle watching this. Yeah, I'm not sure I might message Robbie Eagles and see what he says. <laughs> yeah, do that. Uh, over in South Australia, gentlemen, we've uh, seen a title change. Is he sure? Taking the RCW women's title. Yes. Um, Red Dawn was their show over the weekend. Uh, defeated Savannah Summers. Um, unfortunately, One of your favourites, Tony. Yes. yes. Yep. Um, um, unfortunately, uh, Mickey Fortune had to relinquish the title. with Their injuries uh, going to be out a, a lot longer. So, I've got a feeling that Izzy would have won the title anyway. Um, mm-hmm. so it's probably disappointing that she didn't get to win it off the champion, but it's, um, Izzy's been an underrated wrestler in Australia for quite a while. And I think, um, giving her this opportunity to put the, that division on her back for a while, um, it's long overdue. And I reckon, um, I reckon she's going to do a really good job in this much in the same way, um, Rocky Monero has done absolute wonders for that men's title it probably on storyline feels like just such an important title that men's title and hopefully yeah. Izzy can do something similar for the women's title yeah but they're been, enjoying RCW yeah yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing their, their storyline their character work is has been top-notch um, during this COVID period that's for sure and we've been lucky being in Melbourne we've seen Izzy Shaw um, from underground um, what showdown um, showdown when she came over, Underworld. Underworld, sorry, Mark's going to kill me. Yes, he's going to um, kill me. He's tried tried a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> show showdown. She's been on those shows. Well, she you've been banned, and you probably don't remember one of the shows because you were ridiculous. Was she on the show that I was banned? Oh, that that was disgusting. I still remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah she was she was in four matches that night. Well, she uh, you missed all of them. She must have that was probably your worst. I remember hey, uh, the first match. Gentlemen, I'll be right saying we've never spoken to Izzy Shaw on this program. No, we haven't. And she's on my list. So, well, uh, next week. Next year. We don't have a guest next week. On, so. the, on, on the run, Tony. I like this. Izzy Shaw. <laughs> why not? <laughs> Throwing it what, if she says, what if she says no? Then we look like right fools. Well, just tell her we want to speak to her before she loses the title. No. That's something you would say. No, oh, okay. <laughs> and if she says no, you just blame it on me. Why wouldn't she want to speak to us? Just say well, to her. I, that I we barely have, want we to have speak to you. We have concrete proof that we have we have 
inflated the careers of two of Australia's most prominent wrestlers. <laughs> Why wouldn't you want to speak to us? Where do you want to get booked next, Dizzy? Exactly. Come on the show. Come on yeah. the show. <laughs> Tell us about PWA running a premiership tournament on Mondays. Yeah, this is yes. interesting. Um, on OVO, running the... Yeah, it's called the Premiership Tournament. So they've got an A block and a B block. Um, I haven't caught up on the well, their first show earlier in the week. But interesting. At least they, they're trying something. You know, a weekly, a weekly show. It's four matches a week, if I'm mistaken. It's Some easy to consume. Practice. It's easy to consume. Yes. So... No, it's good that they're just getting content out there and, you know, something a little bit different. Obviously, we didn't get to have Coliseum, which was probably, I think it was meant to be last weekend. Uh, we all would have went up there, Tony. Yeah, we would have. Yeah. We would have Speaking of premierships, Tony. Yep. Tigers. Who's going to win this the AFL premiership? Well, we'll probably have more to say about it hopefully next week. Or nothing. or nothing. <laughs> or nothing. So if we should we'll be in for a dollar or in for no, we're, we're going to pretend it didn't happen. Yeah, I will. Yeah, uh, right. I can warn our listeners now, or our listener, Aisha. <laughs> uh, if Richmond win on the weekend, you can probably go past the first five minutes or ten minutes of the show next week. It'll just be me singing. I may not have a voice. He might not even be home yet. That's not allowed good. to go out. Yeah, well, 25, 25 k's of um, yeah, you'd be right. Rainy. It's going to be raining live. Yeah, oh, Grinto well. Vision has kept us very entertained, gentlemen, in these uh, COVID isolated months. Of course, uh, Grant and the team, our Twitch partners. Yes, he's told me he doesn't know who he's got on this week, so I can't pronounce. Uh, well, is he, is he following it. our lead? Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's taking. I'm not booking us. any of Grinto Visions. I'm not booking. For him either, so. I reckon you should get Aisha on. That oh, would good be good. Idea. Then they can watch some of her matches. Then she can kick his ass in some games. Yep. Oh yeah. Actually, yep. I'll message him now. Yep. Good Great idea. Idea. Uh, if you've got an idea for a podcast, contact my podcast house or on the turnbuckle through our Facebook page. We'd love to have a chat about getting you on air. We can do that now, even though it's uh, we won't be face to face. But there's plenty of ways of doing it. Tune in next week when we chat to Izzy Shaw. From RCW <laughs> over in South Australia. <laughs> we, we, Look forward to seeing you then. All the best and bye for now. <laughs>